0: I wish people knew that people in poverty weren't lazy and that there truly are systemic barriers. And you can love your family, you can want to be self-sufficient, but you did not learn the skills because your parents and their parents did not have those skills.
1: Sometimes the life you've lived is all you know. Cynthia Thielen meets women like this every day. Women who live in poverty, women who want something better. Women like the Dean Peace.
2: A lot of us, we kind of were like motherless children. We didn't really have any guidance, um, so we don't know how to balance the checkbook. We don't know credit. We we are the mothers. I guess it's, we just we're supposed to pass this down, and if we don't have anything to pass down, we're going to pass down bad habits and whatever we learned, you know.
1: The Dean was a single mom with two elementary age children. She struggled to just keep her family afloat. She felt like she was drowning. She was a mother in desperate need of a mother. This is Stories of Hope, episode number 93, A Mother for Mothers.
0: The Dean Peace doesn't have a lot of memories of growing up,
1: but the ones she has are not good ones.
2: Growing up, um, I really don't remember a lot of it. Um, Mostly bad things. Uh, uh, My father actually um, was a drug dealer, and my mother was on drugs. (laughs) So um, they both were wrapped up in that lifestyle, and he couldn't separate the two. He couldn't be a father.
1: Cynthia Thielen meets women like the Dean all the time as the coordinator of Caring Connections a ministry of the Raleigh Baptist Association in North Carolina.
0: She really faced a lot of those generational barriers of poverty. She was raised in a very unstable home, experienced homelessness quite often. In fact, she says that there were times she wasn't sure if she got off the bus that day, if their things would be packed up because they were being evicted and they had to find somewhere else to live.
1: As an adult, the dean faced many of the same challenges she had seen as a child. She struggled with alcohol and marijuana, and literally days after giving birth to her second child, she had no place to live.
2: I was just at a breaking point, you know, so I was just like, I I need something, (laughs) anything, you know, a a twinkle of hope, so. But it was just like, he did all that just to help get me where I needed to be, so, yeah.
1: The dean believes God led her to a recovery program that gave her and her children a place to live. That's where she met Cynthia and the women at Caring Connections Ministry.
0: Well, Caring Connections Ministry is a mentoring program for women, primarily who are struggling with barriers of poverty. We also work with women um, in recovery from substance misuse or who possibly have been involved with the justice system. Basically women facing significant hardships and we focus on teaching them essential life and job skills that help them to become self-sufficient. Ideally everyone starts in our class. Um, We have a 10 week life and job skills class. And that just gives me the opportunity to really get to know her, for her to sort of get to know herself a little bit better and understand what her needs are.
2: There was something about Cynthia, she just always was like this this beaming light. Like you ever just see somebody, they just can lighten up any room. And I didn't know, you know, how important she was going to be. Like, it's, it amazes me how she spreads her love around to all these people.
1: Caring Connections focuses on women for one simple reason. Women are different from men. They respond to different things. They think different thoughts and they learn in different ways.
0: Women are very relational. I think we like to feel connected. And I I think women really enjoy that process of sharing and growing together and doing life together. Each class starts with devotion and just really make it a safe space so when they come to our class they feel loved on but they're also
2: learning. We would always go to the church, she would feed the kids, get child care and the parents could go, you know, we could hang out, talk and it just felt like real life and like you weren't in a program and she just, you know, she made us feel better.
1: Over the 10 weeks, teachers and students build relationships the good kind the kind of relationships that can change a person's life. And at the same time, students like the Dean learn life skills they never learned as children.
0: Well, the class is designed to really focus on foundational essential life and job skills. And so those are things like financial education and financial responsibility. Um, we also focus on jobs, resumes, interviewing, but careers also is a piece to that. I say everybody needs a JOB today and a career tomorrow. And we also talk about um, a lot of emotional skills like healthy relationships and how to set boundaries. We talk about anxiety and fear, um, conflict resolution, time management. So it's a lot of skills that are soft skills, but that really when combined all together, help build a self-sufficient life.
1: Once the 10-week course is finished, Caring Connections pairs each woman with a mentor
0: we try to get mentors from our church community here and we really recruit women that are strong in their faith who um, have the time to give and share and are open and comfortable in helping someone else to reinforce those skills that the woman has learned in our class she's ac- helps to hold her accountable she's a cheerleader she's praying with her um, praying for her and really sharing her life
1: the normal commitment by a mentor would be to walk alongside a woman for 12 months. But often those relationships last much longer. Fadine's mentor was Cynthia, and their relationship lasted years. Stick with someone that long and you'll experience a lot together.
0: She and I have become very close over the years. and She called to tell me that she was engaged, that she and her um, boyfriend, after 11 years together, were getting married and she had never been to a wedding. And so she said, I guess I'm just gonna get married in a courthouse because I don't really know how to have a wedding. I was like, oh no, 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 we are having a wedding. And so we got to throw a wedding. A donor um, donated money for a wedding dress that we found on Amazon. And my church um, hosted the space. It was a joy just to see her come from this place of childhood poverty. And then when I met her, she was still struggling with homelessness and um, coming out of recovery. And just has graduated, has a full-time job, her own business. I mean, just it's a beautiful story. And it's a reminder, too, that things take time. Um, You know, the process of changing one's life, no matter what your struggles are, it doesn't happen overnight.
1: Change does not come quickly. If Cynthia has learned one thing, it is that. It took years of time and effort, but the Dean is a new person now. And the beautiful thing about it all is, Cynthia is a new person too. God has taken the years they've spent together and changed them both.
0: In all my life, never once has one Scripture or one Bible study changed someone's life in that exact moment. I think we do what Jesus did, and we're relational, and we walk alongside these ladies, and we share—I As see we as in mentors—we are sharing our life and our faith journey. I'm sharing the times that I felt God so present in my life and the times where I called out, like, where are you?
2: kind of repaired my heart. I was like so broken for so many years. I don't think I've ever trusted in God as much as I do now. Um, I just know that there's somebody covering me and I just think about all these situations and I didn't drown and I just knew this was gonna be the end of me. And the whole time he's just there like, no, you're not alone. And you know, it it just brings me to tears, so yeah.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories of Hope. If you'd like to learn more about how Caring Connections does what they do, you can visit them online at caringconnectionsministry.com. Or if you're looking for ideas on how you can meet needs and see God change the lives of hurting people in your community, go to sendrelief.org. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to Stories of Hope. You'll automatically get a new episode every two weeks. Go to Apple or Spotify Podcasts and search for Stories of Hope. And finally, if you liked what you heard here, rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find us and enjoy these stories too. Join us in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.